know about you, but I often find myself getting caught up in the comparison game. I look at other people's lives and I compare them to my own. I see the seemingly perfect families, the ones with nice houses and Instagrammable travels, and I start to wonder, what am I doing wrong? But the truth is, we're all on our own journey. And just because someone else's life looks a certain way, doesn't mean that they're living a God-honoring life. In fact, we don't even know what's going on behind the scenes in their lives at all. So instead of comparing our lives to others, let's be intentional about living a God-honoring life. Let's focus on being the best version of ourselves that we can be. I'm Destiny Pickens, a kingdom daughter on a mission to help women just like you grow in their faith and live a life free from the thoughts that hold them back of walking into the fullness that God has called them to. On this podcast, you'll find practical advice and biblical encouragement to help you grow in your faith and develop a Christ-centered mindset so that you can live life abundantly just as God intended. I am honored that you are here and I look forward to this journey together. As I was preparing for this podcast and just thinking about that topic of being the best version of ourselves, I really started thinking about how the world kind of defines that, you know, being the best version of you. I see that more and more. And essentially what they're hinting at is having, is being somebody who has it all together, right? Like being the ideal perfect weight, making a solid six-figure income, getting eight hours of sleep, right? Someone who raises children who are smart and have bright promising futures, who has Pinterest-worthy homes and are emotionally available for family and friends 24-7, right? But honestly, it's completely unrealistic. And so many of us are chasing this idea of being the best of the best, and we're wearing ourselves down in the process. We are battling constant anxiety and stress, trying to compete and do all the things. However, that's not what God cares about. It's not. And Honestly, there are four areas in particular where that God laid on my heart to share when it comes to this topic of, you know, being the best version of ourselves and being who he has called us to be as his daughters. So we need to stop striving for the applause of man and start seeking after the will of God in our life. And I just love when the Holy Spirit lays things out for me because heaven knows I I love details. However, I don't think the fluff is ever needed as far as I'm concerned. Like, let's get to the point. (laughs) So here it is, my friends. We need to be women that are one walking in in integrity. I can't even say that word. Walking in integrity. Okay, so integrity is a term that is often used to describe someone who is honest and truthful. 
It's also used to describe someone who is moral and upright. So basically, integrity is about living your life according to God's values and instruction. This can be a challenge at times, I know, but it's important to remember and thank God, don't forget this, perfection is not a requirement. Hallelujah. Amen. If that's all you get from today, that's fine. (laughs) Perfection is not a requirement. We are human beings and we make mistakes. But if we seek to live our lives with integrity, we will be on the right track. Proverbs 10.9 tells us this, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. When we walk in integrity, we can live in peace knowing that we've done right by God. We don't have to stress ourselves out or have anxiety about the future. Sometimes having integrity means remaining in complete silence when you have so much to say. Having integrity is doing the right thing for a person who we don't always feel deserves it. Integrity is choosing to do the right thing even though nobody is watching. 2 Corinthians 8.21 tells us this, For we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. The second thing that God laid on my heart was being content. So when you spell out the letters C-O-N-T-E, N-T. How do you pronounce the word? Do you say content or do you say content? Because honestly, it says a lot about where our heart can be at. I know that's kind of like a mind blowing moment, right? We have to be real with ourselves and ask if we are truly content or if we are still in search of more content. This is an area I've struggled with in my own life many times, but it always reels me back in to what God has already blessed me with. And beyond that, how he himself is enough for me. Let me put it to you like this. As his daughters, we need to be content with him and him alone. Not what he can do for us, but who he is to us. The third area that God really laid on my heart was to respond in humility. The Bible defines humility as the fear of the Lord. We read that in Proverbs 22.4. It's the act of putting our face down, knowing that we have nothing to offer the Lord that he doesn't already possess. It's a submission of our personal pride and honoring his divine authority over us. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. First Peter 5, 6-7 says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Wow, that's powerful stuff. When we respond in humility, breakthrough 
is what we experience. Healing, forgiveness, grace, redemption, it all starts with humility. Humility is the key. The fourth and final area that God really laid on my heart was to act in love. 1 Peter 4, 8 says, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. As women of faith, it's important that we act in love to everyone around us, whether they are our family, friends, or complete strangers. Have you ever heard the saying, actions speak louder than words? Well, when it comes to loving others, our actions should speak louder than us verbally expressing our love. So how can we act in love? Well, one way is to be patient with others. We live in such a fast-paced world, and sometimes simply being patient goes such a long way. Another way that we can act in love is to forgive. This can be a difficult one, especially if someone has hurt you deeply. But holding on to anger and resentment will only hurt you in the end. Forgiving others is a powerful act of love that can free us from the pain of the past and allow us to move on. And one of the simplest yet impactful ways that we can act in love is to serve, to serve others. As Christians, we are called to do just that. This doesn't mean that we are doormats or that we always put others before us, but it means that we are called to look beyond ourselves. We are called to serve others out of love, not out of a sense of obligation. When we serve others, we are showing the love of Christ in a tangible way. We are meeting the needs of others and then pointing them to Christ in the process. As Christian women, we have a unique opportunity to serve others. God designed us in a way to be natural listeners and nurturers. Think about it. Most of us by the age of two had a baby doll or some type of stuffed animal that we cared for. We treated it as our own child and looked to tend after its needs. Those instincts are still with us today, and they're even better because they've matured. And maybe you weren't the baby doll stuffed animal kind of kid, but perhaps it was a pet or a sibling that you looked after. Regardless of who or what, you have gifts and natural abilities to serve those around you. It's by design, my friend. So use them to serve others and watch God move in your own life like never before. All right, so let's recap. When it comes to being the best version of yourself, God care less about the worldly status, how big your home is, how many followers you have, the straight A's your child has, the perfectly tidy home you keep, your educational degrees and certifications. Nope, he's not moved by any of that, but he is moved by your heart. He calls you to be a woman who walks in integrity, who is content with knowing that God is with her, who responds in humility and acts in love. Focus on these things and I guarantee you will be the best version of you because through it, you are aligning with who God calls you to be. Thank you so much for being here today. 
I always look forward to our time together. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to the Uniquely You podcast with me, Destiny Pickens. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe to hear even more. If you're ready to overcome mindset barriers and transform your thinking in a way that is God-honoring, then head on over to destinypickens.com to receive access to my free training to get you started. Again, that's destinypickens.com.